0: Welcome back to the Marketing Munchies, where we're doing episode four, where we'll be talking about the fallacy of the get rich quick scheme. Why digital marketing is a never ending slog and why you shouldn't believe the gurus who tell you anything other than that. And I'm always joined by LJ, but I'm excited to be joined by LJ today because she loves posting about this on her TikTok, on her Instagram reels, on (laughs) LinkedIn. She'll tell everyone that she can tell how hard digital marketing is to do (laughs) properly. We'll jump in and, uh, LJ, tell me, tell me what goes through your mind every time you open up TikTok and someone's telling you about the lazy side hustle that'll earn you a million dollars in in a quarter.
1: I need to take a deep breath for this one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, here we go again. Yeah. Like, people are not tired of just telling people who have no knowledge of digital marketing, how easy it is to rank on SEO or how easy it is to make millions of dollars if you just uh, connect your Etsy website to Printify and boom, you're selling thousands of t-shirts a day. Yeah. Well, newsflash for you, it doesn't happen. Yeah. And it's it, like it, it does, but it takes a lot of time. And I think the best analogy that I like to think about it is just like going to the gym. Like, I'm a victim of that. Yes, I'm a victim of the fitness industry where I thought that, you know what, I will grab that program and do my 12 weeks of Kyla or whatever you want. And then I will have my ripped body and my six packs. And Mm -hmm. you know what, I have been working out with a PT constantly watching what I'm eating since September last year. Yeah. And I'm still in the process and it's probably going to take me another year or two before I get to that point where I'm, okay, I can see some defined muscles here and there. Mind you, I'm hitting the gym five times a week. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same with digital marketing. It doesn't happen overnight. And then all those success stories that you might see, first of all, they're very rare and unique. And even if they do happen, this whoever has made it, wouldn't tell you how many times they failed. Mm. Because guess what? No one wants to hear stories of failure. Yeah, They just want to see stories of success. And it just breaks my heart mm. to see people spending all that money into investing in an Etsy website, Shopify website, whatever it is, and then expecting to get their return on investment tomorrow mm. And when they do, they get heartbroken. And usually they are the busiest people. Um, They can be single parents. They Mm. can be parents with kids who are barely making it. Mm. And, you know, you get that a-hole going on TikTok or (laughs) Instagram or YouTube saying, oh, this is a lazy side hustle that you can make millions of. Yeah, And it just doesn't happen that way, guys. Like it really doesn't.
0: It doesn't. (laughs) It's one of those things that, you know, I think, well, when I look at it, it's like that looks way too good to be true, and exactly. you know, I think I think the the misconception with digital marketing and with these side hustles is that they're quick to set up, but they're not quick to succeed. Like, there's a lot of work that yes. goes into ranking. You know, even even on a platform like Etsy, how many other competitors are mm. you competing with?
1: Exactly. You know,
0: you're competing with people who, because you can see how many units everyone sold, right? So yeah. Even me as a consumer, if I'm on Etsy and I need some... I mean, not really on Etsy, but work with me. (laughs) If I was and I was choosing between the product with over a million sales versus the product with 10, I'm probably going to go and buy from the the listing that's been sold a million times, right?
1: Exactly. I
0: probably don't trust the one that's been sold only 10 times yet, which is harsh because they're probably trying really hard and maybe it is as good as the one that's been sold a million times. But, you know, naturally and I think most people would probably be like this, you're going to go for the tried and tested product, the one that runs on the board, the one that has been trusted by millions of people in this instance. And you're probably not going to go for the the new option that unless it can prove itself to be substantially different or better. But even then, being able to convince people of that takes time, effort, market research. You have to really understand the people that you're selling to. Correct. Um, And, you know, I, I guess... The annoying thing about you know these these accounts that like to post about all mm-hmm. these easy lazy you know that's my favorite thing lazy, lazy. side hustles, um, you know they really they they really undersell the amount of time and effort that goes into these overnight successes right they exactly. are they aren't overnight successes they might have come into the public conscious overnight but mm. there's probably months years maybe. Of of hard slog that's gone into making that work,
1: and and those accounts with the lazy side hustles, they they're only in it for the views because that's what people want to see. They want to see, oh, this is an easy thing, and then you know suddenly they've become famous. And and mind you, they are putting the work to come up with those lazy side hustles. So it's it's never lazy. Um, And then I think the other. You know player in this is other digital marketing agencies, the ones out there that will just go and you know because they want to sell and I've seen it before I've been in this industry for so long to to know this, but people and some digital marketing agencies, they will bluff you. They will say anything for you to sign up um, with them and then they can get their commission. Mm. Um, and that's another thing where you would see ads from digital marketers saying, oh, you know, we can get you 10 times your return on investment if you pay. And, and it's funny, I saw it. It was a very, well, what I thought was a respectful digital marketing agency mm. um, where they said, spend $2,000, get 47000 back. And I'm like, hang on a second. Yeah. Um either too stupid to see it or i yeah. missing out on something that you have connections with Google and social media platforms yeah. or you're just you know saying whatever so you can get the lead and try to hard sell them mm. which is sad as well because most of those people as I said that fall for this are either small business owners mm. who are barely making it and this is a, the way out for them yeah. this is the only way they can probably half afford it yeah. and they think okay if I get my return on investment in a couple of months then it's I can spare like four grand or whatever. Yeah. Um, or they're people who, who literally have no knowledge and mm. they're fooled. So mm. it affects the rest of us yep. because after they were burnt out by someone who lied to them, yep. they won't trust the process and they will see digital marketing as the enemy. Yep. Whereas it's never the enemy, it's the person who lied to you. Or, you know, they will be paying for months and suddenly they're not ranking. And when, you know, we had, Several clients that came over, and I look at the performance. I'm like, oh my god, you have been paying two thousand five thousand dollars a month, and you're not even ranking for the keyword that you want. Yeah, yeah. or it's a different suburb or a different area. It's just, I think it's that's why I take it on on me to educate people and you know tell everyone that digital marketing can happen. Yeah, and look, you can make millions out of an e com store, but I was talking yesterday funny that this episode is about this, but he's a very successful e-com business owner. He has five or six businesses that are from you know e-commerce and he said it's not as easy as it used to be seven years ago Mm. and he did mention that there are three elements that play a role which i totally understand as a marketer which is first of all the brand Mm -hmm. the branding of your product that you're trying to sell why is it unique and it's exactly what you said second is understanding your audience so choosing the right platform so if i'm selling eyeliner Mm -hmm. why the hell would i be on facebook yeah I'm just going to go Instagram or TikTok because that's my target audience. If I'm selling, um, you know, if I'm a tradie and I'm a plumber, there's nothing that I can showcase, you know, Mm. for my Instagram other than maybe I'll just do it so I can get brand awareness. But I wouldn't expect leads for a plumber mm. to come from Instagram, for example, or mm. even TikTok. Because mm. if I have a plumbing issue, I'm going to go to Google. Yeah, That's where I'm going to search. Yeah. So it's all about understanding what digital marketing is, where your audience would be spending your time. And I guess those are the questions as a business owner, you should ask your digital marketing um, provider. You yeah. should ask them, all right, this is my target audience. This is where where do you think they spend their time
0: yeah.
1: um w- what do you think their behavior is because part of digital marketing is understanding people's behavior and um, where they spend their time and look, I'm an addict <laughs> and I will yeah. say I'm a social media addict, and this for a good reason because that's where I look at what other brands are doing mm. what other um where people are spending their time on. I'm one of those silly people that will go and read the comments. For one reason, because I want to understand the psychology of people. Yeah. And, you know, this opens up a great space. Even when we come up with a keyword research for an SEO campaign or Google ads, we think of the user intent. Yeah. Why would someone be searching uh, Plumber Melbourne, for example, versus uh, 24-7 emergency? Yeah. Um, so it's all about that. And that's what digital marketing should provide you mm-hmm. and your provider. That's what they should provide to you. Like guidance, yeah. insights, information, plus the results. Yeah. But again, as we said, there's nothing called lazy side hustle. Mm. There's hard work. Yeah. There's consistency, and there's patience. Yeah. And just like anything else in life.
0: And yeah, I think that consistency thing is something that a lot of people probably struggle with. I mean, yeah. You know, we spoke about this on a on an earlier episode where we try and be conservative with our our timeframes for customers, yeah. not because we want to undersell what we think we can do or because we want to, if we do get it done quicker, look look amazing. But mm. because I think it's important to be very conscious of th- the promise that you're making. You know, in marketing it's very important to make an irresistible offer. I mm. think that's the sort of keyword. word. Yep. But you have to do it in a way that is honest and, you know, not not leading people down the 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 wrong path or yep. m- or getting them to choose you for the wrong reasons. Correct. Um, and I think as people in digital marketing, you know, we're very conscious of that because there are a lot of players out there that just make irresistible offers that are Correct. irresistible because they're not realistic yep. and the ideal customer doesn't understand that it's not realistic. Um, but that can be applied in any any space, you know. It's about making your offer irresistible to your, your client but also – Realistic. Realistic and, and achievable because at the end of the day, you know, if in the same way that people have been burned by digital marketing companies mm. and, and then, you know, take a dim view of digital marketing as a whole yep. um, and particularly the brands that have misled them, that could happen to your business if you're making silly offers that, you know, sound great but are never realised. Yeah. And that's going to affect, you know, what people think of your business. It could lead to bad Google reviews which is – Obviously, not yeah. a good thing. Nope. Uh, it could lead to, um, you know, just really bad brand awareness. In the worst instances, it can lead to some pretty negative media coverage, which never goes away. Nope. Right. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's just this interesting space where, because digital marketing and, you know, the whole digital space moves so quickly, people just misconstrue yep. how quickly things get done with how quickly results can can happen. Right. Correct. It's more about that that consistency of, of approach. So we, with that in mind, LJ, what are your sort of, you know, what do you think of ways that people can sort of remove themselves from this get-rich-quick mentality if they are serious about, you know, making one of these side hustles work in the long term?
1: So first things first. Do it. Yeah. If you really want to do it, do it. But have the right expectations behind it. Um, If you're look at your competitors, look at what other people are offering in the market, and try to do better.
0: Mm.
1: And you know whether it was a better product or um, a unique product, or maybe better videos and content and imagery. That's the first thing. Have a plan mm. and don't expect to get your return on investment in, in a couple of months. It's going to take time. And when I say time, I'm honestly thinking 12 months to 24 months before you actually make a good revenue that can enable you to leave your full-time job and you know consider this as, as your uh, income uh, platform. Um, And then number three, make sure that you understand your target audience Mm. and where they spend their time because that is very important. That's how how it makes you, you know, successful. And last but not least, don't worry to fail. And Mm. it's okay if you don't make money in the first few months. Just marketing is all about optimization and it's all about trial and error. You try this strategy. If it works very well, continue investing into it. Do more of it. And if it doesn't, don't think that you're a failure because that's how you learn. Mm. Change it. Optimize your message. Change your imagery. Maybe get more videos. Look at what your competitors are doing. Do better. Uh, But, you know, be patient because digital marketing is like everything else in life. It doesn't come easy. It doesn't happen overnight. And there's a lot of work behind it. So Mm. just set that mindset have that mindset ready and then just act upon it but you know don't be fooled by those idiots who are trying to fool you just to get the views and get the money themselves yeah um just be smarter with your choices. just like anything else when you go to to a gp and they're saying something that doesn't make sense then it doesn't make sense yeah Search for it. Use chat (laughs) GPT to look for answers. No kidding. Look, you know, Google, ask other people who have done it or, you know, look for people who are experts in that domain. And even if you don't have the budget for it, it's fine. Mm. Try to do it yourself, but have, um, again, set your expectations that it might take longer with you. Mm. But, again... Um, nothing is going to happen within the first two months, three months, even six months uh, unless you're really, really lucky or you have really big budgets, marketing budgets behind it um, where you can, you know, compete and you can run your Google ads and beat competition. Mm. But generally speaking, for a side hustle, I would give it a minimum of 12 months to 24 months for it to pick up.
0: Yeah. And I think the only thing I'd add to that, given the timeframes we're talking is, You know, if you're looking to start something out as a side hustle, whether that's in e-commerce or any sort of digital space, um, you have to be passionate about it. Like you're just never going to have that consistency if you've just done this because you're looking to make it a quick extra couple grand on the side or you're looking to, you know, get rich quick because you're going to be disappointed when it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. You're going to stop doing all the things that you need to do to make it a success um, and it'll just – fall by the wayside before you've even really got anywhere near where you need to be to start making money off it. So it's really got to be super closely linked with something that you're passionate about oh, and you're happy to put in the time into um, outside of, you know, if you're if you're doing this on the side of your regular job, of your family, et cetera. Um, uh, so, yeah, the, having the passion for whatever this side hustle you, you land on yeah. is super important because without that, it's never going to get off the ground, really. Exactly. Um, it's
1: already bad that half of us maybe hate our jobs and we just yeah. do it for the money. <laughs> so, you
0: know, at least pick, it's exactly
1: what you said, pick something that you enjoy and you're going to be passionate about um, or even can be, you know, like wouldn't take a lot of your time mm. in um, so you can maintain it yeah. for longer. So fit it within your schedule.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we'll wrap up with, I mean, the the questions and answers that have, well, sorry, the questions that have come in on, on this sort of topic. So people, you know, it's so easy to get a business up and running and have some sort of digital business on the go, on the side. You sort of touched on it uh, before, but in terms of the platforms that you use, etc., do you have any opinion on what are sort of the the keys to success? You know, can, is it as simple as just listing on Etsy? Are you better off going the full hog and, and starting like a Shopify website? What, what are your thoughts on that?
1: That's a very good question and it really depends on many factors um, but the main one is probably your budget. Yeah. Um, and then are you willing to spend more time? And invest more time or are you willing to invest more money mm. uh, platforms are almost the same so if you go shopify wordpress they all have their pros and cons mm. um particularly when it comes to seo i would rather you guys you know pick shopify or wordpress versus wix or etsy for example mm. uh, because on the long run, it's much better, a better user experience. Um, But even if I've seen people who were successful just selling off Instagram. Mm. um, So it doesn't matter, really, it really depends on the budget and the amount of money versus time that you want to invest. That would be the first thing. The second thing is have the right expectations for the platform. So if you're your budget only allows you to do social media, it will take longer for people to make that purchase decision. And the reason for that, because when people are on their socials, they are window shopping. They're not in the mindset to make a purchase right away. So it takes them longer, maybe eight times for them to make a decision to make a purchase. Mm. Whereas if you're doing, you know, you have the budget to advertise on Google ads, then probably you will have a quicker return on investment because people are looking, searching for your product and maybe just deciding whether they go with you or someone else. Mm. Uh, But again, it all goes down to you being realistic and with the budget as well, because, Mm. you know, you can, and we've seen it before, people can get burnt, particularly on Google Ads when they don't set it up correctly. Boom, their $500 (laughs) uh, budget that was supposed to last them for a month goes within two days. Yeah. So... Yeah, just understanding that and step away from the wix and the Squarespace websites because they're really not SEO friendly. No, no, no.
0: and I think you made a good point there around you know um, making sh- you know making sure that your the platforms that you're using to advertise your website uh, your your products are. are right for the products that you're you're selling but also making sure that the experience of buying that product is super simple Exactly. Like don't go and burn hundreds of dollars on a google ad that's directing to a home page when it should be directing to a product page exactly. or to a Spot you know, on. to a landing page where within two or three clicks they can have made their purchase ideally one click you know yep. purchase and I'm Correct. done into my details, and I'm I, and I'm out of there, right? Um, the more clicks someone has to make, or the more navigating someone has to to do on a website, yeah. or any platform to to make their purchase. Is another chance for them to leave and not make a purchase, right? Correct. So, um, I think mobile first—that's first. the other first, thing. Because yeah. a
1: lot of us just spend a lot of our time on our phones. So yeah. the website has to be mobile friendly. You can make a purchase easily on on the website uh, on your mobile. So these are really important as well.
0: Yeah. And maybe one last question: um, What about you know? What are your thoughts on user-generated content in this space? Obviously, you know, um, this is whereby you you take your product, you you give it out to influencers within mm-hmm. within that space, uh, and get them to post videos of them either using or reviewing the the product. Is that a super key element of these? You know for lack of a better word, these get rich quick ideas, you know, mm. part of making them actually work, how important is that UGC element?
1: Again, depends on the product, but it's usually a major part as well in in creating that, um, you know, holistic view that my product is good, people are buying it, trying it. Yeah, No one needs to know that you've just sent them for free. Yeah, um, And maybe again, for a side hustle, probably people wouldn't have the Budget, so go to those influencers that don't have thousands, but they have a few followers, and they're genuine about their content. Mm. And then just send them free gifts, and you know, hope for the best. Yeah. Um, because again, it's think of it the way that I would see it is more of reviews. Other people are reviewing your product, and. Yeah. I would go to the genuine ones because I've seen it before with influencers where they will have millions of followers and, you know, as a marketing agency, we would pay them thousands and thousands of dollars and the conversion rate is so low. So don't be fooled with the number of followers. Mm. It's important that you see that they are genuine um their audience uh, is engaged with them yep. um but yeah it's it's very important particularly for you know uh, products like cosmetics um maybe um you know clothes baby stuff pet stuff so that really
0: helps yeah awesome well colj thanks as always for your expert insights that'll wrap up episode four of the marketing munchies uh stay tuned with us we'll be back next week with a new episode